Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Coming far wing, all the way down into the Chicago zone. The Blackhawks starting another turnover in front, and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! The bench empties! Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals! He does it here in Chicago, Illinois on the 13th of December, 2022! History here at the Madhouse on Madison! This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Alex Ovechkin with a hat trick in Chicago to reach 800 goals. The Capitals take down the Blackhawks for their fifth straight win and Samantha Pell from the Washington Post will join us. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, December 14th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. History last night in Chicago. The Capitals made it five wins in a row, downing the Chicago Blackhawks 7-3, but it was Alex Ovechkin stealing the show and scoring his first hat trick in over a calendar year to reach the 800-goal plateau. He is the third player in NHL history to reach that mark. He now needs just one goal to tie and two to pass. Gordy Howe for second all-time in NHL history. Ovechkin came flying out of the gates last night with a goal just 24 seconds into the first period, giving the Caps a 1-0 lead. He then added his second of the game, 19th of the season, and 799th of his NHL career at the 814 mark, setting the stage for history. Tyler Johnson picked up a goal at the 19-minute mark for Chicago. Washington led the Hawks 2-1 after one. Former Blackhawk Trevor Van Riemsdyk opened the scoring in the second period, scoring his second in as many games at the 4.56 mark. That made the score 3-1. Jonathan Taves got it back with a power play goal at 11.38, but the shutdown line got the insurance goal back late, with Nick Dowd scoring his fifth of the season from Garnet Hathaway and Nicholas Aubé Cubell. The Capitals took a 4-2 lead to the dressing room after two. In the third at the 6.34 mark, a historic moment at the Madhouse on Madison. Coming far wing. Murphy in for the blue line, battling Milano, and a puck set the distance all the way down into the Chicago zone. The Blackhawks starting another turnover in front, and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! The bench empties! Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals! He does it here in Chicago, Illinois on the 13th of December, 2022! History here at the Madhouse on Madison! Capitals would go on to win 7-3 after the game of Genny Kuznetsov and Anthony Mantha reflecting on the moments. Not every day you see the guy scoring 800, right? And, and I felt like uh, 
when he got the first goal today, I was like, ah, oh, this is the night and that he may get four, you know, and, and you know, I wish we can get some power plays and, and, and but, you know, end up it turned even better. Now he's a opportunity to, to do it in front of our fans back home. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I give the credit Chicago. It's uh, it's it's amazing how fans love him and, and you know, it's it's unbelievable. And, and I want to say thank them to, uh, for that, because for him, I know he may not going to say anything, but it means a lot. And, and I know when he's confident and when he's uh, not nervous, but uh, he was he was a little bit nervous and, and the fans make him make him make him shy a little bit, which is which is special. I think you take us through the goal and you getting the puck and getting it out front. Just what was going through your mind as that was happening? Well, I, I, I just went on the forecheck uh, trying to cut that D uh, behind the net and I saw Kuzi come down actually so I tried to tag him and Puck kind of uh, squirted up in the air and I kind of could have shot then I saw someone coming back door with a right handed stick and you don't assume it's Ovi uh, just because we're not playing together but it was uh, after the change and he ended up putting it in back of the net and then all of a sudden you turn around and the whole bench is on the ice uh, cheering him up. You feel, or how do you feel about being the primary assist on 800 goals for Alec? I mean, it, it's awesome, but it's all him. You know, he, he's been working so hard and putting the pucks in the net and uh, all hats off to him. And here's the man of the hour, Alex Ovechkin, reflecting on his 800th NHL goal. Ovi, an absolutely, incredibly historic night. Just a third player in the National Hockey League in the history of the National Hockey League to score 800 goals. What does this mean to you? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a special moment. Uh, how I was saying in the locker room, uh, special moment for uh, for me, for the team, uh, for my teammates. I was for organization of fans who uh, watched the game, uh, be in this moment in the, at the rank, you know. Thanks, uh, Chicago fans. Lots of Caps fans was there. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's special. And, uh, you know, it's it's a pretty cool moment. It had to be emotional. Your team empties the bench, and then just a little while later, all the Hawks fans are throwing their hats on the ice, and then they start chanting your name here in an original six building. What did that mean to you? Um, it's great, you know. Um, obviously, when when my career is over, I'm gonna look at the, all the uh, all the highlights and uh, all the moments, and uh, it's you know it's memorable. You know, my friends gonna remember that forever. Uh, my kids watching, uh, my my mom, dad watching, and uh, it's uh, it's special. Well, there are so many incredible things tonight. You score that first goal just. 20-some seconds into the game, and then the next one, eight minutes later, I thought for a second you are going to be like getting all the goals tonight, getting about five goals. What was running through your mind early? Uh, it's, it's good to get uh, early. Um, it's good to... Thanks, man. It's good to um, kind of feel that uh, kind of emotions, uh, adrenaline in your body, and uh, yeah, after that, uh, you're just waiting that uh, the third one, you know, um, you just try to find the right spot and in the right place. Ovi, congratulations and thank you so much for doing this and what you've done in your career. Yeah, thanks, my man. Appreciate it. <laughs> so that puts the wrap on a crazy road stretch for the Capitals. Eight road games in nine, more than 11,000 air miles playing in every time zone on the continent. And now the chase for Gordie Howe continues at home for four of the next five games. Yesterday before the game, Blackhawks captain and three-time Stanley Cup winner Jonathan Taves weighed in on Alex's chase. 
And even accomplished player like Taves respects what he's been able to do over the course of his career. It's incredible. I think, you know, there's a lot of Wayne Gretzky's records you never thought he would, anyone would touch, and especially the goal one. So to see where he's at, you know, 800 goals, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's hard to comprehend really. You know, all the best goal scorers in, in our era. Since I've been in the league and since Ovi's been in the league and guys like Kaner or, you know, Sid or whoever, there's not too many that you, you can put a couple years back-to-back -back with his caliber, let alone 15-plus, where he's just consistently scoring 30, 40, 50 goals. This morning, we welcome back Samantha Pell to the show. We cover some non-Ovechkin news on this morning as the travel schedule gets better. What TJ Oshie has meant to this team's turnaround and the Caps getting closer to welcoming Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom back to the lineup. Appreciate Sam Pell checking in with us here at the rink as the Caps now heading home. Dallas is up next. I don't know about you, and I asked this to Craig a couple of days ago, but I think I'm ready to see the District of Columbia a little bit more. This has been an incredibly challenging three weeks, but at the same time, the team playing some terrific hockey, and they've managed to get themselves back in the race. Yeah, I mean, credit to them. I don't know how they're kind of surviving. I think we've had such a lack of sleep that I don't know how they do it. But yeah, I mean, I think they've kind of started to bring things together. It seems like, in my opinion, TJ Oshie has brought this team back together again. It seems like with his play, it's just it's noticeable. He makes sense on a line with Milano and Kuznetsov. And so I think, yeah, the team is trending in the right direction. And, you know, we'll see where things end up. But as, you know, Peter Laviolette said the other day, they just kind of have to honestly take it one game at a time. This is not going to be all of a sudden they are back in the playoff race. And here they are. So I think just taking it one game at a time and we'll see how the rest of December goes. You mentioned the second line, and the first line, maybe not quite as good in Winnipeg, but really good for the most part. And it's funny, for all the guys who are missing, it seems like everybody's kind of slotting into their right seats among the forwards, even with, and we'll talk about Backstrom and Wilson here in a second, but even without those guys and with all the injuries this team has had, it's funny how this has kind of melded together here the last four or five games. Yeah, you're right. When you look at the forward lines, you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe there aren't as many gaps as I thought there would be come mid-December. Maybe they aren't kind of struggling in places where I thought they would still need help on and you know there are still guys that probably could do more you're right guys like Alexei Protus fitting in on the fourth line I think has gone as well as anyone could have hoped for and expected from him and who knows where he ends up when you're right when we talk about the likes of Backstrom and Wilson maybe coming back but as from now I, I think there's four solid lines you mentioned Protus, and it reminds me of the game that he had in Edmonton where something happened in that game where the Caps were going in after the loss in Calgary, had lost in Seattle. It seemed like they'd kind of lost their way. And like, oh, man, Connor McDavid sitting on the other side, Leon Dreisaitl. And that, to me, is where the switch flipped, that first period where they get 20 shots on net. They've had to come from behind in Edmonton, in Philly, at home against Seattle, but they did, and they won the game, and then obviously they're foot forward against Winnipeg. But whatever happened in that first period, a lot of good vibes still carrying on here. Yeah, I mean, I think the first period shocked a lot of us. I think, actually, I was sitting below you and Ken on the call, and I remember hearing you guys behind me and thinking, okay, we're all thinking the same thing. This is absolutely insane, what we're watching right now. But no, I think, I mean, to their credit, again, they flipped a switch. Protus turned it on. The whole team kind of turned it on, and they kind of carried it through. And again, we'll see how long they can kind of carry at least some momentum into these last few weeks of December. But I do think the schedule kind of eases up on them a little bit as we look ahead. And so it feels like they've gone through the worst of it. Let's see what they can do from this point on. Nick Backstrom, Tom Wilson on the trip. 
and seemingly getting closer. They wouldn't be traveling with the team if they weren't. I was always of a mind that come December, we were going to see Wilson. It was said back in spring when he had the surgery. It would be maybe it's early December, maybe it's late December, but you figure that's about the time. The time's about right. I'm honestly shocked about Nicky and how good he looks, and he says he's pain-free. We see him going through the, the motions. He's wearing a non-contact jersey through the morning skate in Chicago yesterday. But to have him here just feels like such an emotional lift for this team, and I think that has weight and worth, even if they're not in the lineup yet, for the rest of these guys right now. I agree, and I think when you even look back to the end of last season, so many guys were praising Nick and just getting through a year, honestly. They were saying, you guys don't even understand how much Nick has gone through these past few years of paying through, like playing through pain and everything like that, and then when he finally gets the surgery, now he's back, and you see him, he's pain-free, he's skating around, and you're thinking, okay, maybe Nicholas Backstrom can come back this year as a Washington Capitol. And so, you're right, I think it does just give a really big lift and a boost to a team that really needed it, especially at this kind of juncture in their season. And I think to see Tom Wilson as well kind of be in the spot we thought he was going to be in, but at least kind of confirm the, oh, okay, deep breath, maybe he's going to be okay and everything's going to be all right. Everything evens out through the course of 82 games because you play 41 at home and you play 41 on the road. And as bad as it has been travel-wise over the last three weeks, the Capitals, now that the game in Chicago is done, have seven games outside the Eastern time zone the rest of the season. You've got the Southwest trip with Denver and Vegas and Arizona. you got a California trip in March. Other than a one-off in Minnesota, everything is east. A lot of one-offs in the month of February where they barely go anywhere. All of that to say this, not just good for the folks who travel with the team, but also good the fact that this schedule gets a lot better. And the Caps have absolutely fought through it, hung around right on the edge of the playoff race. And now, after weathering that storm, schedule's going to be pretty good the rest of the way. Yeah, and like Peter Laviolette said, I think the other day, or even Brian McClellan kind of said, this team has to tread water, right, until their injured guys get back. And I think at this point, we can kind of safely say they have treaded water. Now it's just about can they really push through and fight against these teams that are firmly in playoff spots and can they actually leapfrog ahead and I think that's way too soon to say at this point in the season I'm not sure if they will but I think if they continue to play the brand of hockey that they did during that kind of stretch that started in Edmonton I think this team it's it's looking pretty good. All the Caps want for Christmas is to get these guys healthy. Sam thanks for joining us. (laughs) Absolutely thank you. Our thanks to Samantha Pell. It's good to be home. The Capitals off today, and Alex Ovechkin looking to tie and pass Gordie Howe as soon as tomorrow night. It's the Capitals and Dallas Stars tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 6.45 air on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7, CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.